Welcome to the LifeGate Podcast, a podcast recorded at LifeGate Church in Burleson, Texas. We hope you enjoy the talk, and be sure to stick around for more at the end. Well, good morning, everybody. Everybody help me out here this morning. I'm going to say a phrase. It's a very familiar phrase, and I want you, if you know it, I want you to uh, finish it up for me today. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but... How many have ever heard that phrase before? How many know that that phrase is the stupidest lie ever told? Amen? How many have ever had somebody say something to you before that hurt your feelings? Come on. Now, how many of you have ever had somebody say something to you that really encouraged you and really lifted you up, right? That's all of us. We have all experienced the power of words, the influence of words in our lives. A very small thing that can make a big, big difference. And that's what we've been talking about in this series over this last few weeks called Small Things, Big Difference. Everybody look at your neighbor and tell them, small things make a big difference. Small things make a big difference. That's what we have learned in this series, that it's often the small things that make the greatest difference in our lives. In fact, if you're taking notes today, we've got kind of a key thought that has been kind of helping to drive us through this series over this last few weeks. I want to look at it again this morning. It's on the screen in your notes today. In fact, why don't you say it out loud with me today with a lot of strength today. Are you ready? One, two, three. It's often the small things that no one sees that result in the big things that everyone wants. And what we have learned in this series is that it's often the things that no one sees. It's often the little bitty things that we don't pay a whole lot of attention to, but the small things that are done on a consistent basis can make a huge difference in every area of our lives. So many times we will look at people and we will say, man, they're where I wish I could be in life. Maybe they're a few steps ahead of me. And maybe we think, man, I wonder what the big things that they are doing. They must be doing some really big things in order to be doing so great in their life, in their marriage, in their business, in their finances, or whatever. But what we have learned is it's often not the big things, but it's often the small things that make the greatest difference in our lives. What we've been doing in this series is we've looked at just three small things. Everybody say three things. Three small things, three areas that we want to make some small changes in our life that we believe will result in a big difference. We talked about changing the way we think. We're talking about changing the way we speak. We're talking about changing the way that we act. We're talking about our thoughts, talking about our words, talking about our behaviors. And as we begin to make small changes in these three areas of our lives, we are believing God to do big things that 2015 will be the greatest year ever for LifeGate Church, for you, for your family in every area of your life. Last week we talked about making some small changes in the way that we think. Now today we're going to look at this second one and I believe that today could probably be one of the most powerful of all of these messages. In fact, if you will apply what we're going to talk about today, I believe that it truly has power to incredibly change your life. We're going to talk about changes in the way we speak. We're talking about changes in our words. How many know this morning that words are incredibly powerful? 
And maybe that is because we use them so often. In fact, I came across this a while back. It says the average American has 30 conversations a day. One-fifth of their life is spent speaking. In one year, you will use enough words to fill up 66 books that are 800 pages in length. How many know that's a lot of words? The average man actually speaks 20,000 words a day. The average woman speaks $30,000 a day. And Dave Ramsey says, with bursts up to 125,000. Come on, you got to help me. This is good stuff here. I heard about a man who was upset uh, that his wife always had to get the last word. And so he was talking to his friend about it one time. He's like, man, my wife always has to get the last word. It just makes me so upset. Doesn't that make you upset? And the man said, no, I'm just usually happy when she gets to it. <laughs> now, how many know that's some words that probably shouldn't be spoken? Right, I can do that because my wife's not in here this morning. But the truth is that words are extremely powerful. Small things that hold incredible power. In fact, if you're taking notes this morning, why don't you write this down today. Your words will create your world. In fact, say that with me today. Your words will create your world. The words that you speak have the power to create the kind of world that you will live in. In fact, it's only logical. You think back to the very beginning in Genesis. You remember the story of how God created the heavens and the earth, and you remember he simply spoke, right? He spoke, and the stars were in the sky. He spoke, and there was a world that was created. He spoke by his words. This world was created, and the scripture goes on to say that we were made in the image of God. Now, if we are made in the image of God, and God's words have the power to create this world, then how many know our words also have the power to create the kind of world that we will live in? In fact, the scripture tells us this in Proverbs, Proverbs 19 and verse 21, it says life and death. Everybody say life and death. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. We've got to be careful with the words that we speak because our words are so incredibly powerful and the power of our words actually work in two different ways, life or death, good or bad, help or harm. Our words have incredible power. Many of you maybe are here this morning and maybe you have experienced this before in your life. The scripture says in Proverbs 12 and verse 18 that reckless words pierce like a sword. How many of you have ever had some words that have been spoken to you before that have just kind of been like a dagger to your heart? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, it's like, it's like darts of poison that are, that are aimed towards us. And sometimes it's, in, it's not intentional. I mean, sometimes people just say things without thinking. And, you know, you get a new hairdo and somebody walks in and says, did you mean to do that to your hair? And you're like, yeah, actually kind of I did. How many of you ever had something like that before? You know, some of you single or like, you know, people are saying, to you know when are you going to get married you know at your age and it just is like you know unintentional but it kind of is like a dagger to your heart and then sometimes words that we hear can actually be very intentional and some of you maybe have there have experienced that before as well maybe maybe growing up you heard words like heard words like you're not any good or why can't you be like your brother or can't you do anything right and those words they are like daggers to our heart i remember words that were spoken to me when i was just an 11 year old 11 year old kid just growing up as a pastor's son i i played the drums in church and we moved from one church to another my dad was going to be the pastor 
pastor and I remember that Saturday night setting up my drums at the church and the church there didn't have drums and I remember some of the elders in the church sitting around and saying that's going to be too loud and Brother Hart sits right there and he's not going to like it and I know many of you have heard way worse than that but I still remember those things even to this day things that were spoken to me as an 11 year old little boy words are powerful they have the power to hurt they cut like a sword but the other side of that is that words have the power to bring life it says that reckless words pierce like a sword but the tongue of life brings healing how many have ever had words spoken to you before that just lifted you up? Maybe someone said, I believe in you. Maybe someone said, I think you're special. Maybe someone said, I'm proud of you, or I would marry you all over again, or you're my dream husband, or you're my dream wife, or you're so gifted, or you're an answer to my prayer. And you hear those words spoken into your life, and they make a huge difference, a small thing that makes a big difference. This morning, I want to talk about this for a minute and to help us out to just kind of think about the power of our words and the kind of words that we are speaking and using in our life. What we're going to do is we're going to do a little word audit. We did this last week. We did a thought audit and just kind of started thinking about what we've been thinking about. Today, what I want us to do is I want us to think about what we've been talking about. So if you have your worship guides, why don't you grab those? And in that little worship guide, there's just a little word audit there. And you'll see on one side, it says life give, or life giving words on the other side side it says life taking words and I want us to just take just take just a little bit of audit of what have the words that we've been saying what have they been like and let's just start by looking at the words that we speak to others I want you to think about just in the last couple of weeks what kind of words have you been speaking to others maybe some of you maybe the words that you've been saying in your marriage or maybe the words that you've been saying to your kids or to your employees or to your friends maybe they would fall a little more over on the life taking side maybe it's like man your room's always a mess why can't you clean that room up or why do you always leave the toilet seat up come on why can't you put the toilet seat down you know what I'm talking about you're driving me crazy and maybe the words that are coming out of your mouth are negative words maybe they are life taking words if that's you maybe you just want to put a circle around maybe a one or a two or a three you might even want to hide your paper so no one will see because you might not be real excited about that this morning others of you though maybe the words that you've been speaking to others maybe they've been encouraging words maybe they've been life-giving words maybe they've been positive words maybe you've spoken those things in your marriage or to your children or to your employees and maybe you would be able to circle an eight or a nine or something like that so just take a second and just write that down all right I don't see you writing come on take a second and write that down just circle seven eight nine two three four whatever that is words that you speak to others and then I want us to think about what are the words that we are speaking to ourselves? What kind of words have you been saying to yourself over the last week or over the last few weeks? Maybe the words that you speak in your mind and to yourself are some life-taking words. Maybe you're talking to yourself and you just get up in the morning and, oh man, today's just going to be a terrible day and I just can't get any breaks and nobody likes me and everybody hates me. I think I'll just go eat worms. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's the thoughts and the words that you've been speaking to yourself and maybe you would want a circle of one or a two or three. Others of you, maybe you 
have some positive self-speak. Maybe you wake up and you just go, it's going to be a great day. And I know that God is for me and the sun is shining and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And maybe you would want to circle a seven or an eight or a nine. Just take a second and circle those things. Come on, got to see you moving. Got to see your hands moving a little bit here this morning. Here's the deal. If you didn't circle 10 and 10, then guess what? You got some work to do. And this morning, that's what we're going to do. We're going to work on the words that we are speaking. We're going to make some small changes in the words that we say that I believe will result in a big difference in our lives. And here's how we're going to do it. We're just going to learn two powerful rules for the words we say. Two powerful rules of thumb. I think we could probably say powerful rules of tongue this morning. And we're just going to write these down. The first one is this. If you're taking notes, write this down. If you can't say anything helpful, skip it. Everybody say, skip it. If you can't say anything help, helpful, skip it. Now, I'll admit today, I stole this one from my mom, right? Because how many ever heard mom say it before? If you can't say anything good, what is it? Don't say anything at all. I mean, that's mom 316 right there. How many you know what I'm talking about? That's good stuff. And it's good, it's good wisdom. If you can't say something good... Keep it to yourself. So many of us, the problems that we have in our relationships, the problems that we have in our marriage, I'm telling you, you tell me, you, you show me a marriage that's struggling, and I promise you, if I walked around with, that, with the people in that marriage for 24 hours, you would see some negative words being spoken in that marriage. You talk about a relationship that's struggling, maybe a mom and their kids or a dad and their kids that are struggling. And I promise you, if you follow that relationship around for very long, you will will hear some difficult, some negative, some words that that should not be spoken. You talk about someone you don't like to be around, maybe your boss or someone that you work with or someone in your neighborhood. And I guarantee it has something to do with the words that are being spoken. You can't say something good, skip it. Because words are so incredibly powerful. In fact, look what James has to say about it. In James chapter 3 and verse number 2, he talks about the power of our words. He says, indeed, we all make many mistakes. And for, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. And we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder can uh, make a huge ship turn whenever the pilot chooses, wherever the pilot chooses to go. And even though the winds are strong, and in the same way, the tongue is a small thing. Everybody say small thing. A small thing that makes grand speeches. And a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all of the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness corrupting the entire body. It can set the whole life on fire for it is on fire by hell itself. Man, that's straightforward, powerful stuff right there. James says, our words are so powerful, they are a small thing that make a huge difference. He says, it's like a small bit. You can put a tiny bit in the the mouth of of a thousand pound animal and control where that animal goes. You can take a small rudder on the back of a giant ship that can completely control where that ship will go. You can take a small spark and you can set an entire forest on fire and that's the power of our words, a small thing that make a 
huge difference. If I can't say something good, then what am I going to do? I'm going to keep it to myself. In fact, Paul talked about this in this powerful verse in Ephesians 4 and verse number 29. Look what he says. He says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful. Everybody say helpful. But only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. Paul says, Here, here's what I want you to do. If you can't say something helpful, don't say anything at all. In fact, I took this and I just really studied it. And I just went down into the Greek and really got deep into it. And basically, you know what Paul's saying there? If you look at it in the Greek, Paul says, if you can't say something good, shut your trap. Just, just keep it to yourself. I, I love what the proverb writer writes in Proverbs 10 and verse 19. He says, when words are many, sin is not absent. But he who holds his tongue is wise. Let's just do a little experiment here today. Everybody hold your tongue and say, he who holds his tongue is wise. How many know it's kind of hard to say something bad when you're holding the tongue? And it's so true. If we, some of us, we would, be, we would look a whole lot smarter if we had just shut up. <laughs> if we just keep our mouth Shut. I guarantee it'd make a, a huge difference in your marriage. I guarantee it would make a huge difference at work. It'd make a huge difference with your kids. It'd make a huge difference at church. If I can't say something helpful, I'm going to skip it. So everybody say skip it. Number two, write this down. If you say, think of something good, say it. Everybody say say it. Man, this is so simple, and yet it is so incredibly powerful. If you can't say something good, skip it. If you think of something good... Say it. Here's the deal. is some of us, we hold our mouths even when we have something good to say. And so many times there are people in our lives that need a word of encouragement from us. Maybe in our marriage. Maybe with our friends. Maybe, maybe your pastor. I don't know. And we need a word of encouragement. And when that thought comes into our mind, we never say those things that we are thinking. I like what the proverb writer says in Proverbs 16 and verse 24. He says, gracious words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Notice this. Solomon doesn't say, he, he doesn't say uh, gracious thoughts. What does he say? He says, gracious words. Guess what? It doesn't do me any good to think good thoughts about someone if I don't speak those good thoughts to them. They never hear those words unless I speak them. Those words just remain thoughts until I speak them out. And when I speak those words, then they, then they come to life. And I'm telling you today that you can make a difference in your marriage, in your relationships, in your life, in every area in your life. If you will begin to speak those words, if you think those thoughts, speak those words. If you think something good, bring life to it by saying it. Moms and dads, you can plant incredible seeds in the hearts of your children by speaking those words over them. I believe in you. I think you can do it. God has great plans for your life. You're so talented. You're so gifted. You love the Lord so much. You make good decisions. I see wisdom in you. You're a great leader. As you begin to speak those things in your children, you begin to plant seeds in who they will become. Let me tell you something, it doesn't just end whenever they're children. It goes with us 
even when we're adults. Just a couple of weeks ago, my dad came over. My dad's a pastor over in Arlington. He's one of my greatest heroes. He came over, and he hadn't been over here in a while. And you can see we are in construction here at the church, and he hadn't seen it in a few, in a couple months. And he was looking around, and he just was walking around. He was going, wow, man, this looks so good. Wow, this looks so good. And then he said, as only a dad could say, he said something like this, son, you've turned a sow's ear into a silk purse. You know what? I'll never forget that. Even at 38 years old, my dad's words, those words that he could have just walked in and just sat down and said, hey, how's it going, son? But instead, he walked around and said, this is awesome. This looks so good. And it made all the difference in my life. And I'm telling you, if you, th- if you think something, I'm, I'm trying to do this. I'm striving to do this with my staff. I'm striving to do this with my children. I'm striving. I'm, I fall so far short. But so many times, we'll think good thoughts about someone, but we never take the time to actually say it. And when you think those good thoughts, what a difference it would make in their life and in your relationship with them. If you just pull out your phone and send them a text message or give them a call, leave them a voicemail, write them a thank you note, say those words that you need to say. Speak those out over them. And I guarantee it will change your world. Your words create your world. Sometimes it's even more powerful when you write it down. You know when you write it down? Here's what's awesome. When you say it, people remember it. But when you write it down, people have a chance to keep it. Some of you need to leave from here today and you need to write a note to someone that you love. Someone to say those words that you've been wanting to say, that you've needed to say, that they need to hear from you. And you need to sit down and you need to write a note and you need to give them that note. In fact, I've got something hanging on, hanging on my wall in my office that someone sent to me. They visited the church on our fifth anniversary as a church. This was a, a young lady that was here when we first started the church and she remembered the days when there were just 12 of us. She remembered all the vision that we had casted. She remembered the times we'd prayed. She remembered all the discouraging times whenever nobody showed up on those Saturday nights when we were having those services when we first started the church. And she moved away for a few years and she came back. And on that fifth, uh, on that fifth anniversary, she came into the church. And after leaving, she sent me a, a message on Facebook that talked about what she had seen God do and the vision coming to pass in the church. I printed that bad boy out and put it up on my wall to remind me of those encouraging Words. Some of you need to write a note. Some of you need to speak those words. Some of you need to do that in your marriage. I guarantee it'll make a huge difference. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, I came home, and I'm not bragging, but yeah, I'm bragging, all right? I came home because I got a great wife, and, I'm, and I walk into the, into the bathroom, and on the mirror, my wife had written a little thing that says, man of my dreams, standing right here, and she had little arrows right there where I stand. I'm telling you what, I took my shirt off and started flexing. Come on. It'll make a difference. You begin to speak those words into people that you love. And not just to others, but to yourself. Everybody say, to myself. Sometimes when you think a good thought, you need to speak that good thought to yourself. In fact, it reminds me of David in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse number 6. It says, and David was greatly distressed. How many have ever been distressed before about something in your life? But look what David does. It says, it says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes you got to speak some encouraging words to yourself. Sometimes you got to lift yourself up. In fact, sometimes you just got to preach to yourself. I mean, some of my best sermons are the ones I preach to myself. 
Man, I even say amen, get the white hanky out. Man, I get to go and come on. It's good. And sometimes the best thing that you can do is to encourage yourself in the Lord. Maybe you're down. Maybe you're struggling. Instead of saying, man, this is just a terrible day and I just can't get any breaks and my life stinks and it's never going to get any better and I'm always sick or I'm always tired or, or my boss doesn't like me or my marriage just stinks or whatever it is. You begin to speak good things into yourself. Those thoughts that are good and praiseworthy and excellence and you don't just think them but you speak them out and it makes a difference in your life come on i'm just getting a little excited about that today in fact i like what i like what john maxwell says he says if you want to see it say it if you want to see it say it what what do you want to see happen in your life start speaking those things you want to see your marriage be better start speaking those things over your marriage you want to see your family be uh, more fo- following God with more passion? Start speaking those things over your life. You want to see your finances begin to begin to turn around? Start speaking those things over your life. If you want to see it, start saying it. Your words have the power to create your world. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. What you want to see, begin to say. Now, I'm not talking about no hyper faith, name it, claim it, blab it, grab it type stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about... Well, I want to see a Mercedes in the driveway, so I'm just going to start speaking it. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to have a Mercedes. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if it's in the Word of God, and if God has it for you, then you begin to speak it in your life. You begin to speak it over your family. You begin to speak it over your children, because your words have the power to create your world. If you want to see it, begin to say it, and I promise you, it will begin to change your life. In fact, the Scripture talked about it in Mark chapter 11 and 23. Jesus says, truly, I tell you that if anyone, what, if they... Say to the mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and it does not and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that it will happen. It will be done for them. Jesus says, you can speak to that mountain, and in faith, as, as it lines up with the word of God, it can be removed from you. In fact, in Ezekiel 37 and verse 4, God says to the prophet Ezekiel, he says, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of God. He didn't just say think a good thought about the dry bones he didn't just say think something good about that he says speak to that situation speak to those dry bones some of you are looking at areas of your life where it just looks like a bunch of dry bones that are laying there that are dead but the scripture says that the word has that our words have power to bring life as you speak those words of your marriage as you speak those words of your finances as you speak those words over your children as you speak those words of your day as you speak those words a small thing a small spark that can create a huge flame in our lives come on this is good y'all should be saying amen a little more nod and doing something come on help me out i need a little encouragement up here come on somebody say that's good pastor if you think it say it right and here's a here's a little here's a little help here this morning i i heard this this past week and i've been trying to apply it to my life and i think it would be powerful if you would in your life as well. Just everything you say, after you say it, add this one little phrase. Because that's the way I want it. Whatever you say, at the end of it, be able to say, because that's the way I want it. Because here's the deal, is your words have power, life or death. If you want to see it, say it. And so maybe you're going, man, my life stinks, my marriage, we always fighting, things aren't any good, I think we're headed for divorce, because that's the way I want it. 
Man, my, my finances, they, man, we're, we're so much debt. We just can't ever get out of debt. And I know we've tried, but it's never going to happen. We're probably going to end up filing bankruptcy. That's the way I want it. Man, my day stinks. It's just, it's sorry, man. I can't, can't ever get ahead. Nothing ever goes right for me. And everything goes good for everybody else, but it never goes right for me. And my life just stinks. That's the way I want it. See, the truth is, the words you speak, the words will create your world. Now, I'm not talking about living in denial. Hey, maybe your marriage isn't where it needs to be, or maybe your finances aren't where you want them, or maybe your life's not going the way you want, but you can speak those things in your life. You can begin to say, you know, hey, my marriage may not be where, it want, where I want it to be, but I'm going to work on it, and I'm praying, and we're going to start praying together, and I'm going to start speaking encouraging words over my, over my family and over my marriage, and it's going to get better because that's the way I want it. My finances, you know, they're not where I really want them to be right now, and we've kind of struggled in that, but you know what, I'm going to get on a budget, and I'm going to start tithing and being generous and trusting God with my finances, and we're going to, you know, eat some ramen noodles so we can save a little bit every now and then, and we're going to get out of this debt eventually because that's the way I want it. I may have had a bad day, and the car may have broken down and may have caught some traffic on the way to work, but I'm going to rejoice in the Lord always, and I'm going to give thanks in all circumstances, and I know that God is working even this bad stuff for my good, and it's going to get better because that's the way I want it. I guarantee you begin to speak those words, it'll begin to change your life. You say, well, Pastor, where do we go from here? We've got some homework we've been working on throughout this series. How many of you have done your homework already? How many of you got your one word? That's pretty awesome. Last week, the first week of this series, we talked about just one word. What, what's one word that as you would pray and ask God that God would give you one word, one word that would just be the focus of your year. And from that, for the rest of 2015, everything you do, you would just you would use that as the focus of your year. And then last week, we talked about our thoughts. We talked about how those, those little thoughts can make a big difference. And we said, what if we took that one word and that one scripture that God had given us, and what if we turned that into one thought, and we begin to think that thought over and over and over and over. We said, write it down. Put it up on your mirror. Put it on the dash of your car. Put it on your phone so that it has the background so you see it every time you open your phone. And what, what if you had that one thought that you just thought all the way through that just went along with that one word that all year long every time you maybe get discouraged or you get down or whatever you remember that one thought and it changes the way you think which eventually changes the way you live this is what I want to do today is I want to just take that one step further here's your homework here's your assignment for today I want you to have one statement one statement that will come from your one word that will drive your life. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, could it be my one thought? Yeah, absolutely. It could be exactly the same as your one thought, but here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to let it stay a thought. I want you to start speaking that thought out in your relationships, over your life, in every area of your life. That you don't just think the one word, you don't just think the thought, but you begin to speak it. For instance, I told you my one word for the year is invest. That God's put it on my heart to invest in the next generation, to invest in my family, to invest for our future financially. The scripture that I had was Proverbs 13, 22 that says a good man will leave an inheritance for his children's children. And that's what's driving my life this year. And I have one thought. That one thought is I will choose to, tomorrow's readiness over today's happiness. I will choose tomorrow's readiness over today's happiness. And I've just been thinking that over and over. In fact, I put it on my phone as the screensaver. First thing I see whenever I pull up my phone every time, I will choose tomorrow's readiness over today's happiness. And I've been 
been thinking that thought, thinking that thought, thinking that thought, but I haven't just been thinking that thought. I'm telling you, I've been saying that thought. When I first got that thought, I spoke to our pastor's counsel about it. I talked to my wife about it. I talked to our staff about it. I told them I want you to get one word and one scripture and one thought and one statement. And I told them about it. Last Sunday, I stood up here and I probably said it 10 or 20 times. I will choose tomorrow's readiness over today's happiness. I will choose tomorrow's readiness over today's happiness. I probably said it 10 times this morning. I will choose tomorrow's readiness over today's happiness. And I'm not just thinking it, but I'm speaking it. And here's what happens when I stop just thinking it. I start speaking it. It brings life to it. And it begins to change the decisions that I make. It begins to change the way that I think. It begins to change the way that I'm living because our our thoughts turn into words and our words turn into actions and our actions that we do repeatedly, repeatedly become the life that we live. Our words have the power to create our world. So I will speak it over and over and over. And you know what happens when I say it over and over? I start believing it. Isn't that what the scripture says? That faith comes by hearing. The more you hear it, the more you believe it. And guess what else happens? When I say it, you hear it, and now all of a sudden I'm accountable to it. Because I hadn't just said it to myself. Guess what? I said it to my wife. I said it to my kids. I said it to our staff. I said it to our pastor's council. I said it to over 300 of y'all. If I start, you know, not living by that, guess what? Y'all are going to be able to go, hey, pastor, I thought you said you were going to choose tomorrow's readiness over today's happiness. And suddenly I'm accountable. Some of you, the reason you hadn't spoken those words, because you don't want to be held accountable for it. Because we've all thought it before. We've all thought, I'm going to work out. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to change my finances. I'm going to whatever. In our mind, we think it, and we don't do anything about it. But when you start to speak it, it begins to bring it to life. When you tell your wife about it, come on. When you tell your husband about it, when you tell your friends about it, when you tell your boss about it, guess what happens? Now, all of a sudden, you are accountable to do it. I know there have been things that that God has been speaking to me before, and I held on to it for months because I knew as soon as I said it, I was going to have to do it. How many know what I'm talking about? Here's what I'm challenging you to do. Don't just let it be a word. Don't just let it be a scripture. Don't just let it be a thought. Let it be a statement that you begin to speak. Speak it out. People might think you're crazy. You're driving down the road saying, I will choose tomorrow's readiness over today's happiness. I don't know. But speak it out. And as you speak it, it begins to change your life. You see, small things make a big difference. Our thoughts become our words. Our words become our actions. Our actions begin to become our our life in this year, we will choose. We will choose to do what God has called us to do. We will choose to live out the plan that he has for us. We will change the way that we think. We will change the way that we speak. We will change the way that we act. And 2015 will be the greatest year ever because that's the way we want it. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the LifeGate podcast. We hope you enjoyed the message. As always, if you're new to LifeGate or haven't heard of us before, please be sure to visit our website at LifeGateBurleson.com for our address, service times, and upcoming events. Again, that's LifeGateBurleson.com. Thanks again, take care, and we look forward to visiting with you next week.